welcome back to the Love Resolution Podcast. I'm Vicky and this podcast is about why they don't love you enough. So this podcast is for people that are unfortunately living unsatisfying relationships or no relationship at all and they always meet the wrong people, the wrong partner or they always live the same unhealthy repeated dynamic in their relationship. So if you are listening that probably you want to understand why, why this is happening and how you can change that, right? So you are in the right place because in this podcast I will explain you why do you have this repeated dynamic in your life? Why do you have also automatic responses, certain emotions and reactions you have in your relationships that you can't really understand why? Like in a moment that you arrive to a certain limit point that you can't anymore and you have this explosion or these reactions that you really don't know how to handle, for example, or maybe when uh, like a reaction, automatic reaction can also be to be in a relationship that is not good for you or a toxic relationship and being unable to let it go. So I will explain you why, what is happening and we will talk about subconscious mind reprogramming because I created a three-step formula to reprogram your subconscious mind that it's for my healing and coaching method, my own, that I created. So you will discover that in this podcast and be able to thrive in love during this 2023. So why do we keep attracting the same dynamics? That's really interesting because it's not our fault and it's really like so I will um, maybe you know already something about uh, psychology subconscious mind um, uh, our our neurons are working but uh, just if you don't know I will explain you a bit more about um, what is happening in our subconscious mind and why why we attract the same dynamics and uh, not speaking about on a spiritual level or energy level, really also about uh, our physical level, because we are also humans, so we are made of energy, but we are also made of physical substance in our brain. And uh, our subconscious mind is really recording everything that is happening in our life. So it's creating core memories of beautiful events and negative events. So every event it keep record of everything and not only memories but feelings how we felt in a certain moment and these feelings are not only creating core memories are creating limiting belief or empowering belief because there is also um there can be a beautiful experience that is creating an empowering belief in us and say like oh yeah this happened so I have even more trust and I can do that and I can believe in myself for example or there are also like negative emotions regarding some specific event that is creating really a limiting belief that most of the time it's unconscious most of the time it's unconscious and 
how it manifests in attracting repeated dynamic. And why it's repeated? Because there is something unconscious that we don't see yet. So there is a blind spot. And the things that we are living, the same dynamic, or always the same type of partner, always the same type of relationship, it's because uh, somehow our mind and our universe is showing us there is something there that we don't see. <laughs> and there is something unconscious, it's probably a limiting belief, a memory that is keeping us attracting the same thing. But it's not your fault. Because as a human being, everyone with difficulties, everyone had some traumas or negative experiences. And also if we had, in the case we had a very good family with the good parents in a healthy way, even a little word can really shape the child brain in a way that is like, really impact impactful so <clears throat> just to let you know like uh, sometimes we perceive as love something that is not because we perceive as love something that we know as love for example uh, every every behavior we were received from outside from our caregivers our parents uh, the adult one in our life every every way they were treating us basically what was happening is that they start to give us an input <clears throat> on how to treat ourselves. So if I had, uh, a, let's say, a father or a mother that was uh, every time was telling me that, uh, oh, you can do better, oh, you can do better. Maybe she was or he was thinking it could motivate me as a child. But uh, this information of you can do better in the subconscious mind of a child, it's perceived as the feeling of not being enough. So even if our parents were doing the best for us and we were having healthy relationship, there was not a like a really toxic situation in the family, still there is uh, the opportunity to create limiting belief and affecting core memories in the child. Because uh, even if the mother or the father was motivating the child and say, like, oh, yeah, good, but you can do better. Uh-huh. The feeling is, oh, so I'm not enough. So I'm not enough. So I will not be praised. So I'm not enough. And I have to do everything possible to create something that is a great result so that I can deserve love, attention, to be praised and celebrate. So most of the time, we are overachiever, overgiver, and perfectionist <laughs> because uh, it's also the way we learn that uh, even if not by parents, but to be in a school, in the school, you receive a note that is good when you do great things. So you make a very good test and then you receive a bad note when your test was not that good. And then there is this uh, comparison between you and the other go boys and girls in the, in the class. Oh, she was better than me. Oh, I am not enough. And, you know, so even, even in the school, even if our parents were like amazing superheroes, you know, 
in the school, in the school, we also we received also this comparison with our body shape and our result in the test, uh, how the professor are, and teachers are behaving with us, how other children or teenage teenager people are behaving with us. So society it's really impacting us and it's creating also patterns. And sometimes really we perceive love something that wasn't healthy dynamic, especially if we had uh, we were not that lucky, let's say, and with maybe parents that were emotionally unavailable for us, maybe not because they wanted, but maybe because they were very busy with their job and maybe we were uh, <clears throat> with babysitters and uh, we could not really have the presence of our family all the time. So as a child, as an adult, an adult, we perceive, oh, that's normal. My parents were busy. And yeah, it's normal I've been with uh, babysitters because my parents were busy, right? And I am busy, I'm a busy adult today, so I understand. Yeah, but uh, in the moment this was happening, you were not an uh, adult. <laughs> so your child brain was perceiving other things and feelings, emotions that you could not even understand because a child starts to recognize emotions just after seven years old so before the seven years old all these emotions are not really uh, easy to understand to read the code and there are just these feelings that are creating uh, imprinting and information in our subconscious mind so if my parents were not um, this happened to me my parents were really not emotionally available for me they were super busy I was growing up really alone and uh, from outside I became a very independent uh, I achieved everything I wanted in my life I have always great result I had a bachelor degree and I I had the degree before, like I was really doing this. Uh, I had three years to have a degree and I was finishing all my exam in two years and a half. And I was always having great results and I was always at the top one in the class, in every class of my life. Yeah, good, because to be alone, I was also developing skills to be good at alone. But this was impacting me in another way, like on relationships. I was always attracting emotionally available partners all the time so uh, and that was like mm. <laughs> mm. why because in unconsciously unconsciously because unconsciously we crave something and we want something but unconsciously we perceive love something that is not so even if i perceive love it's uh, uh, beautiful it's union it's presence my subconscious mind perceive love it's emotional distance or unavailability so in the time i was meeting partners that were having these traits my subconscious mind was uh, triggering chemistry in my brain in my body and feeling attraction for certain type of man in my life emotionally unavailable that were in the, in the beginning love bombing me and then really abandoning me all the time all the time <laughs> so and this was like really uh, sh shaping all my memories and I was also feeling oh my god what's wrong with me you know what's wrong with me because this is the first question what's wrong with me and then we always perceive we are not enough we have to do more 
And this is like a repeated unhealthy dynamic <clears throat> that is going on because the pattern, the pattern that it's in our subconscious mind. So nothing wrong with you if you are attracting uh, uh, this type of uh, negative dynamic in your life, in your relationships. It's all good. We, we can change that, okay? So don't worry at all. And uh, actually, these things that are repeated dynamic are not only there to harm us, are there to help us to discover things and to remember things and to empower us because after a long, 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 long journey of healing, I really understood that traumas are good. Like, I mean, sounds crazy, but uh, traumas are good because the trauma are, uh, and that's happening are giving you an opportunity to become the person you are meant to be. Without the trauma, without the negativity, without the negative event, without the negative emotion, we can't really discover us and our potential and to really empower ourselves. So on a side, my emotionally unavailable parents uh, brought me to have uh, difficulties in my relationships until three years ago. Then I attracted the right one because I was empowering myself from that dynamic. But on the other side, that trauma led me to be a successful person. In all my studies, I was always the best. And I always had whatever I wanted, I'm achieving everything I want, everything. There is no one time that something that I didn't want, I didn't achieve it. So it's something that to be alone and to grow alone was also this trauma was also bringing me to, to become the person I'm meant to be because um, I want to create big things, not only for me, but also for my community and for the world. So uh, it's for this, uh, you know, this attitude that I have, that I gained because I was alone most of the time, this attitude of doing things, even if I don't receive help because I can count on myself, that's great, you know? So traumas are not only negative, are giving you lots of good things if we think about it. And also if we decode, the messages of the trauma and the pattern and the subconscious mind memory or the limiting belief can be a powerful tool for us. Very powerful, guys, girls, because we can really, really empower ourselves. And everything that is happening is happening for us, not to us, for us. I believe. I'm a strong believer of this. And um, I tell you that after I've been almost, almost my life, uh, almost the whole life a victim. Okay. I was playing a lot the role of victim in my relationships, especially, and feeling, oh, poor me, why all the time this, you know? And I was really feeling, uh, oh, yeah, I have, I am the victim of my past. I'm the victim of my traumas. I'm the victim of my parents and these things. They ruin my life. You know, I was always uh, believing this. And then I felt like, oh, no, they didn't ruin my life. They are giving me, wow, a huge stepping point, like a huge jump point to really be the person I want to be and help many other people to do what they want and to be the person they want to be. 
So I'm thankful for everything. And it's not easy to achieve that. It's not easy to achieve forgiveness, to achieve appreciation instead of, oh my God, that was bad, you know? Like, yeah, but it's possible and we have this power. And if I am here today, and if you are here today, you know, it's not a coincidence. As child, sometimes you felt there was no safety there. So that you had to, to do something to keep yourself safe. Even if it was something small that as an adult we believe is small, for a child was not. So when we perceive the feeling of, oh, oh, I'm not safe for some reason, maybe my parents are screaming, or maybe uh, I am left alone, or maybe I did something wrong, I don't know how to, how to cope with that. Every, every little thing can let the child perceive, oh, I'm not safe, what is happening now, what I have to do? So every moment that you go in a situation, like in your relationship, that you don't feel safe, that feeling is triggering a, that core memory, that core yeah. memory of the past. And your subconscious mind is working in this way. You know, the conscious mind is the one logic and problem solving. So the problem solving, the one analytic, when we analyze things and we think about things and we make, uh, we use our logic and the problem solving modality, this is conscious mind, it's not the subconscious, conscious mind. So the conscious mind is the problem solver. The subconscious mind is the one keeping records. Mm -hmm. So in the moment that there is the situation of, of you don't feel safe, there is the trigger that is like an alarm bell. The, the, the subconscious mind is like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm not safe, I'm not safe. So the subconscious mind is really in this alarm modality and it's uh, clicking another button, like imagine the brain like that, it's clicking another button or another alarm for the conscious mind saying, do something, do something, solve the problem, you know, do something, we need to be safe. <laughs> you know? So the conscious mind is like, oh, okay, boom automatic response you know like oh okay so to be defensive to fight or to go away to escape uh, or to freeze and be uh, i don't know how to do you know so this uh, fight freeze uh, flight and uh, there is a new one to please because also pleasing is a trauma response and is connected to fear and danger situation so our conscious mind is like, oh, okay, okay, automatic response. Yeah, I do that, so I, I, you survive, <laughs> you know? Because our brain is really, it's really created for us to survive, not for us to thrive, <laughs> okay? So uh, we can consciously thriving, but unconsciously, no, because our, our mind is just uh, really there to, for us to survive. And when there is a concrete danger, that's great. If, for example, I see that the waves in the ocean are eight feet, my brain will let me know, don't go for a swim, it's very dangerous, you can grow, right? So this is good. This is good. Like, this is uh, the way our brain is helping us. But there are also things that are not danger. It's not uh, like eight feet waves, you know? Things that are not really danger, but because our traumas, because our wounds, because our records in our subconscious mind we perceive as trigger of the danger situation and then there is this autopilot here oh do something do something oh, okay automatic response <laughs> so this is how the brain is functioning like in a in a nutshell because the brain functions are really 
a lot. So, but this is like in a nutshell, what is happening in the trauma response and in these automatic reactions. Mm. What we can do is to understand the core memory. What is in my subconscious mind, if it's one or more core memories that are triggering me in that situation, why I'm not feeling safe, for example, in this situation, in this three-step formula that is my healing and coaching method. I, I created that based on my experience and also working with my clients since many years. This is the first step. We identify the pattern. So we start to identify the core memory. What happened to me? Why I'm triggered in this situation? Okay. And then we also start to identify how the pattern is really built. Because the first one is the core memory, and then there is the automatic response. What is the voice inside of me telling me to act in a certain way, even if it's unconsciously and on autopilot? There is this information running inside our brain and bringing us to have this automatic reaction. For example, an automatic reaction can be, I have to fight back and I have to be defensive. An automatic reaction can be, oh, I don't express my opinion. I agree with everything and I please the other person to feel safe. Uh, automatic reaction can be very, can be very different, you know? But uh, when we identify that, okay, this is the core memory, or one of them, because maybe you have different memories that you remember you were feel not safe, you know, in that moment. And then it's like, okay, I know, now I have this piece of information. I remember this happened to me, okay? So in the time that you are with colleagues, friends, a relationship, and you feel these things arising in you, that you feel unsafe, you can regulate yourself. And you can say, okay, this is happening because your mind is recognizing a situation similar to the one that happened before when I was maybe five years old, seven years old, 13 years old, okay? So we can start to talk to ourselves and say, okay, okay, look, it's happening because I'm triggering the need of safety, for example, okay? So you start to identify the pattern, and yeah, you step back. Because when you start to identify, you can stop this automatic response and say to yourself, okay, it's all good. You are triggered because this situation is reminding you that past situation. But let's hold ourselves for a moment and let's regulate ourselves to understand what is the best for us to, to take as action. So we step back, back a moment, but it's not uh, holding and... Uh, and suppressing our emotions. No, it's just a step back to understand what is happening in me, what are my triggers moving, what are my emotions moving, what is my mind telling me to do, what is the urgency I feel in my body to react, and just to really be a mindful observer of what is happening in you. And then also find the right action to take. Because I don't want that you step back and you don't act in at all. No, no, no. We have to step back and act in a different way. Otherwise, we don't reprogram the subconscious mind. Because our subconscious mind, it's reprogrammed by actions, not by awareness and not by knowledge. Because I can tell you, look, yeah, this happened to you because of this. Now you are aware of that. Ah, oh, nice. 
this is not reprogramming your subconscious mind. Your conscious mind became aware. So this is uh, how to empower your conscious mind. Because if something is uh, unconscious, it's here, it's like behind your head. And then in the time you become aware what, why this is happening, what is the core issue, why there is this memory of the, you know, what is at the core? Then the root cause, right? Then it's like, oh, wow, I see it in front of me. Now it's in front of my eyes. Awareness. So awareness is power just if we put awareness into action. Otherwise, awareness is just an information. And we don't do anything with that. Especially, maybe you have been to therapy. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Or like maybe a couple of years by psychologue or psychologist or whatever. You know, the traditional therapy is rising up lots of awareness in you. But it's not giving you actions. It's not giving you, okay, what to do? I to do with this information now? <laughs> like, <laughs> what I do now, I don't do it anymore? No. No, it's not to stop ourselves. Also, there are lots of uh, uh, therapists and psychologists that say that anger is not good. You have to regulate your anger. It's not good. No, no, no. Anger is good because anger is leading you to love. Anger, it's an emotion that is showing you what you need to love about yourself and others. <laughs> okay. So, and anger is like, it's a huge, it's a huge topic, anger. Huh? But uh, really, no, we don't have to suppress our emotion. That's why the third step is take the right action. It's not only step back. <laughs> Otherwise, we suppress ourselves and we say to ourselves, oh, yeah, this is happening because of that. Ah, yeah, so I don't act. Oh, no, <laughs> that is a lot of energy that will be stuck in your body and give and lead to physical symptoms if we don't do something, okay? Because every time we hold all these things inside, then we have uh, maybe stomach ache or like some problem in our immune system or whatever it is because our body is really reacting. So if I am in a conflict and I don't put out this energy, then I start to maybe develop uh, uh autoimmune disease like uh, you know because it's uh it's normal our body is like just a book uh giving us clues about what is happening inside and and the body is showing outside what is happening inside so no don't repress your emotions no don't uh, hold your actions do instead something that is better for you but express this energy because emotions are energy and when they are triggered and there is this urgency of oh my god i have to act i have to act act but take a moment before and understand to be you the driver deciding where to go with this action what to do and in what way because it's really, this is empowering you. So the first, the identify of the pattern, the core memory, starting to empower your conscious mind, the amazing problem solver. You know, oh, now I'm aware of this. Second thing, step back within yourself and feel, talk to yourself, talk to yourself. Okay, this is happening because of that. And there is nothing wrong with you, but let's feel, let's feel inside of you what is the right thing to do for you right now? Not because you have to, but because you want to, because it's good for you, because your heart is speaking for you and say, look, the best things for the benefits of you and the benefit of the other person will be to do this thing. 
you will tap into your intuition and feel what is the right action for you. Okay. Or in case uh, with my clients, uh, I also prescribe certain certain actions to take. Action is power because we reprogram our subconscious mind. And just to explain it in a nutshell, is like my my, my mind perceived it. If I don't do something, I'm not safe. But if I start to do something else and I'm having positive experiences, oh, my mind is starting to create new memories, new experiences, and new perceptions. Like, oh, oh, before I was thinking that only this action, the automatic one, was the good one for me to survive and to feel safe. But look, now I'm doing another action, and this one is actually better. So I don't need the other one anymore. This is how we reprogram the subconscious mind through actions because we have to give an experience to ourselves. So it's like um, very, very simple example. Uh, if someone got an accident, maybe on the arm or on the shoulder and he broke the shoulder, right? And so for uh, many years after uh, he was recovering, but he was afraid of, oh, maybe I can't wear a backpack or maybe I can't lift uh, weights or something that are heavy. And then uh, these muscles were like not really um, fit, you know, they were not, uh, and the, this person started to think that, uh, oh yeah, because this happened to me, then I don't have to do certain things, right? So to limit ourselves or to suppress ourselves or to suppress action. No, the person that had an accident and had to recover, to really recover from that memory, because it's memory, also the muscles as memory, what is to do? To go to the gym, and even if the limiting belief is telling, oh no, it's dangerous, if you lift one kilo or one pound, oh my God, you will arm your muscles and tendons and whatever can happen, you know? So going beyond the fear and say, okay, I, let's face this limiting belief, because this is a fear that is not helping me, like when I is telling me don't go to swim with the storm. This is the fear that is helping me. But the fear of telling me you can't wear a backpack anymore. Oh my God, that, that's limiting. You know, it's not, uh, it's not uh, serving us that fear. So it's going with the fear, dancing together and say, okay, you know what? I do it anyway and step by step. So this person will go to the gym and start to lift, lift half pound only half pound you know and start to lift half pound and then the mind will like be triggered and say like, oh my god oh my god now now do you, you will arm yourself and even start to feel pain when there is no pain because the mind is creating pain as a response for you to stop yourself to protect you okay so but if we know that and we go and it's like okay you know it's okay, I talk to myself, I make this, you know, inner dialogue, it's like, no, I, I know it's good for me, I try, even if I am afraid, even if I feel pain, I try to do that. And then I'm creating a new experience. Oh, I can lift half pound, it's safe for me. Before it was like, no, even one gram to lift, you know, oh, half pound, oh. And then after one week, maybe this person is going to lift one pound and then two pounds and then three pounds and then 20 pounds. And step by step, the subconscious mind and the conscious mind working together will understand, oh, it is safe to lift weights. 
oh, it is safe to lift even 20 pounds. Oh, okay, so I can bring a backpack with me when I travel, right? So there is no pattern anymore, <laughs> no limit anymore, because the new experience is, was shaping our brain and really creating new memories and new experiences that are empowering you because we are taking the right action to break the cycle, okay? So, and this is very physical, but in a situation with the, the relationship, that is something emotional, uh, even set boundaries is difficult in the beginning because we can feel, oh my God, I'm so afraid that the person will react bad. I have tachycardia. <laughs> my heartbeat is very fast. Oh my God, how I can do that? No, no, I would feel guilty if, uh, guilt if I say no. You know, there are all these things limiting us. Oh no, I will feel guilty if I do that. Oh no, I am a bad person if I do that. Oh no, I am so afraid of the reaction of the other person, right? But even if there are these fears, I know that setting boundaries, for example, if it is my right action to take, is the right thing for me. And I do it step by step. Maybe today it's like, mm, tomorrow will be a bit better. After tomorrow will be better, you know? And uh, it takes time because we need to create a new experience and a new action that is not autopilot. It's driven by us because we bring ourselves to the driver position and deciding, look, when I feel this, when this is happening for me in this moment and it's triggering me things, instead of reacting in a way that is harming me and the other person, I react in a other way that is creating a new action and is replacing that limiting belief and is replacing that automatic response and trauma response and is giving me healing because I will feel safe if I do a thing that I will never be thinking is possible to do. It makes sense? Remember, every time I do something in the way I do it, I send to universe a message that I'm good with this thing. So if I decide to be in my fear and not acting for my best, universe is knowing from my action that, okay, to be in the fear and not acting for your best, it's good for you. I'm sending you other things of this, <laughs> you know? Like it's uh, the things we attract. So if I want authentic relationships, like also with partners or with friends or whatever, I have to let go what is not because uh, we mirror our reality. So what is here, I get more. If I keep here something that I don't want, I, I'm getting more of what I don't want. Also a job, a job, a job, like security, money, you know, like how many people are doing a job that they don't like just for money because they have to survive. To be courageous and bold and say, look, universe, I want something else and I want another job. I am leaving mine before to find the other one. I step out of the comfort zone, trustful that I know what I want. I will get it. You know, so we need to step out of the comfort zone. It's not easy. It's not someone saying there is a new perfect guy here for you. You can step out from this relationship because you have already the, the parachute, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or, yeah. or, the, or the new job, you know, or whatever can be, or the new friend. No, there is no parachute. We have to fucking jump <laughs> and just trust that we know what we want and we will get it if we take action for doing that because we co-create with the universe. If universe see that you are taking action in that direction and you are bold, 
the universe is making thousand steps towards you and giving you these things, helping you to create these things because it's seeing the action you are taking. So next time you're afraid, think about, I know it's fear, but it's holding me back. And I know I deserve better. And if I take the direction in that way, cutting the relationship, for example, I know I'm going where I meant to be and where I want to be. It makes sense. We have the potential to really create what we want. So, but it takes courage and also to see it, watch inside of ourselves, to take responsibility of our reactions. Because most of the time it's like, because of these things is happening, I'm not allowed to do these things. No, no. We are responsible. We are responsible. We are always able to take the right action for us. Even if the, the things around and the people around are really conspiring against us to do things, you know? So we are at the end of our podcast. I hope you enjoyed and I hope this, uh, it was helpful for you. Happy New Year to everyone. Let's make 2023 to be our the year of love and to really magnetize the relationship and the love with the self, okay? And uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I put many, many contents there, many, 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 many. So you, it's the love resolution, it's the same name, so you can find me there on Instagram, okay? Mwah. Much love and see you soon. Mm-hmm.